Hello, 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 hello. Welcome again to the Art 1920 podcast. It is a podcast for men where we dive deep into the scripture and we just discuss about the word of God and uh, I just dive deep to look into the blessings that he has for us as his children, as the sons of the kingdom, as men that was created in this time. Like as this, I hope you've been enjoying uh, the series that we've been going through, the Sons of God series. Uh, that we've been covering. So today we're going to be diving into the life of uh, Gideon. Gideon the warrior, Gideon the army of God, Gideon the soldier of the Most High. Uh, we're going to be looking what God will want to speak from the life of our brother Gideon. And I think one of the first thing that is very paramount that we can see for those of us that are familiar with the story uh, of the life of Gideon is God. And we've said it last week even in the life of David. We've seen it in the life of most all of the sons of God that we've studied, that God meets us at the place of service. Have you been struggling? What is my call? Ah, God, what do you want me to do? Go out there and serve. Are you serving in your church? It doesn't have to be a position where people will know you in church. It could be just serving as an usher, cleaning the chair, packing speakers, just praying, you know, and then serving in the children's uh, 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 church where nobody will see you. Those tankless job working in the garage, uh, 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 transferring car to for people to park very well when they come for service, that can lead into your spiritual uh, 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 service, and you know what God is doing for you. What in your secular work? Maybe again for us as believers, our life is not divided into secular or spiritual, but in your secular job that you do, how do you know your way? Keep serving. Be willing to volunteer at work. Be willing to support others. Don't be the one that lazes back and don't want to do stuff. No. Be willing to volunteer. Be willing to help. Be willing to just support people. And God will meet you there. He meets us as a place of service. Among your friends, are you willing to serve them? Are you able to open doors for others to be able to come in? That's the first lesson from the life of Gideon. He was serving. Even no matter how they were coming to Stadia, the Moabites were attacking them and were raiding them, but he was still serving on the farm, on the threshing floor, and was getting those feeds, trying to preserve it, trying to make some wine press, so his family and the people of God in that generation would be able to survive. And that was where the angels of God met him. He would have gone to hide or be sleeping somewhere, but even when they were still hiding and sheltering away, he was walking. He would have been complaining or would have looked for the next available vehicle and jumped to the next community or to the next uh, village, but he didn't do that. He waited patiently and was serving and God met him there. The second thing we're going to be learning from his life is that everyone is doing it isn't an excuse for you to participate in evil. You know, this generation you say, ah, everybody at work does it. And everybody at work lies. Everybody at work steals money. Everybody at work does this. Everybody at work do that. Everybody do at school. Everybody at this. Everybody in my neighborhood, everybody in Nigeria do it, everybody in South Africa do it, everybody in the United States do it, everybody in England do it, everybody in Australia do it, everybody in uh, Sweden, whatever country you are standing right now, listening to this, you see everybody in that country do it, everybody on your street does that. Every man cheat, you know, that's what people say. Every traveling man cheat, everybody but it's a lie, every traveling man don't cheat. Every uh, man don't do this, every people don't do that. Gideon was living in the midst of idol worship. But he would have just gone deep, 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 deep in it. But God came 
to call him out. Because it's not an excuse for you to participate in evil. What can we also pick from his life? No matter the situation you are facing, God's plan has not changed. You know, when he was uh, uh, hackling with the angel and they were having conversation, they were saying different things. He was trying to say, oh, God has forgotten us. God, all of us, the angel said, nope. God's plan of redeeming the people of Israel has not changed. Has God promised you something? Maybe you were praying in 2020, 2021, and you knew you heard God correctly, and you wrote it down, but up to now it has not happened. But can I speak to you, my friend? Can I speak to you, my brother? It has not changed. No matter where you are now, no matter the situation is looking different, has God prayed, talked about the healing of a loved one or anybody around you, and it is not happening, and you are consigned and you are worried? Don't be worried, my friend. God' plans and purpose has not changed. It's going to come to pass. The Lord is going to do it as He has said. He's going to make it happen. All you just need to do is to trust. God's plan does not change no matter the situation you are going through now. And the next thing you need to remember, it is not your battle. The battle belongs to God. And that was one of the things Gideon did not know when he was arguing with the angels, going back and forth and all of that. He wanted to fight the battle by his own making and so what are you going through in life now even your life in general are you designing it of your own you've planned you have calendar for 2030 all of the things you want to do all of the plan but you have never invited god even into it at any point it's not your life it's not your battle learn to trust god with it don't worry yourself he has called you he will fight the battle all you need to do is for you to show up you know i love the way god strategically reduces thousands of army into 300 men to fight the battle and so there's this song we really sing that in some days, some many years ago, I think 28, 2008, 2007, when we were doing a convection, it was called Select a Few. Select a few, select a few, we are in a multitude, but your world believes in a few. Select a few, select a few, count me worthy, count us worthy, amazed a few. Yeah, that should be our prayer. Praying to God that God should count us worthy among the few. God does not work with multitude. And that's why, for me, I'm reassured, you know, especially when I look back to my birth country, Nigeria, I'm sometimes perplexed. I'm sometimes so discouraged about everything going on. And say, God, but you've promised us change. You've promised a lot of things. But now I'm just being reminded that God does not need a multitude to change Nigeria. God does not need a multitude to change Africa. God does not need a multitude to change the world. Can God count on you listening? To change where you are can god count on me to change nigeria can you be refired again to just stand can god count on you to change south africa can god count on you to change malawi zambia canada can god count on you to change calgary where you live can god count on you to change los angeles where you are dc can god count on you to change uh, uh, iraq or iran can god count on you to change your space is it niger where you are right now is it gabon or cameroon can god count on you to be among the few we are called to live in faith we are called to live in and by faith and that is the call every day to believe that he that has spoken is able to bring it to pass that's another lesson for us as men what's your family going through now what are you expecting God to do don't give up my brother don't weep don't cry again take it to the place of prayer ask God to help you to bring it to pass on that thing that we can learn from the life of our brother Gideon is Never be pushed into a leadership role you are not called into. A lot of us are serving in a lot of leadership position at the moment, but you're not supposed to be there. 
you're taking up a lot of burdens you're complaining you don't have time for your family in church you're the head of this you're the head of that can you think deep and ask yourself has god called you or you've played yourself if god has not called you go back and resign on sunday at work i've been giving you a lot of committee remember we say you should serve you should show up but that doesn't mean you serve in every committee that does not mean you are everywhere and you don't have time for your family you don't have time for yourself that was what they wanted to do to gideon when Gideon helped them and did this word, they said, oh, Gideon, come and become king. Gideon said, no, 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 people. I have not been called. You have kings already. God is your leader. God is over you. Because sometimes people just want people they will use. People just want somebody because they feel that the person uh, is uh, available and the person can help them or the person has one skills. And they, no, the word I just use, it. even Christ, when Christ provided bread for them, they said that Chasing Christ everywhere to come because they want to make him king, king of the bread, so that he will open bakery. So Christ will become uh, the baker of Nazareth and be baking bread for them as their king. They'll be eating filled bread and don't walk. Never be pushed to take a leadership role out of prestige or out because you are ashamed to say no. Learn to say no. Don't take every position. God walks in and with a few. We've said that. Never take your eyes away from god we saw what gideon this great man that did all of this and that was called the angel called a mighty man of value at the end of the day when he was about to die he still went up to set up idols so never take your eye i don't know why god for the past two weeks now has been talking to us about not taking our eyes away from him some of you, your lives beginning to come better some of you are going to come into wealth not just material wealth you're going to come into a life of comfort a season of comfort never forget god Never take your eyes away from him, if not you get yourself in trouble. And one of the last lessons we're going to be picking from the life of uh, Gideon is never have a scarcity mindset. Live in abundance. Even you might be there now, you don't have a dollar or a penny or a naira to your name or to your account. But live with a mindset of abundance. Let your heart, and that's when you can even have possibility. That is where, remember what we said last week from the life of David, that impossibility isn't a word with God. And for you to be able to come into that realm, you must live with this mindset that everything is yours. And that's the truth, brother. Everything is yours. God has created the heavens and earth. So once you live with the mind of scarcity, you chase things. You become a hustler all your life. You just, you are not, you are not satisfied with anything. You might have billions of dollars. You might have trillions and trillions of dollars. You keep chasing things. You keep pursuing what you don't, you don't, you don't, you, that, that is not left for you. you know, there's a story that was said of a man. Uh, I cannot remember the name quickly now because I can't find my note where I wrote it down because I'm using it for a different project. But he's from an India uh, estrad. He came from a very poor India family and it's a true life story. And so he came from a poor India family, but he worked his way hard, so hard, and he became one of the richest uh, guy and was a senior guy in the consulting world. He made millions of dollars and he retired at the age of 40. And he started serving on the board of many organizations. And he started serving on, 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 uh, with the, with the UN and other organizations. He was partnering with them, raising money. But he never had this mind of abundance. He was not satisfied with what he had. He never knew when it's enough. Because he was living with the mind of scarcity. He wanted to be a billionaire in dollars. And when he said on the board, there was a statement that was made of him. And they said, they, they, some of the board members said, this guy, I think he always wants to be like us. He always wants to be in this billionaire's club. And so, but he's going to make a lot of mistakes when this, if he's not so careful. And he did make a great mistake. 
this glorious celebrated young man that was praised as somebody that came from the slum of India, became rich and became wealthy, went and did inside the trading. He was serving on the board, uh, on the team, and uh, he heard that Warren Buffett wanted to invest in saving um, a Ghostman Sats uh, Corporation. He dropped his call, called his friend to buy the shares. They bought the shares. He made 17, uh, is it 17 million or 17 uh, million dollars? But that was what sent him to prison because investigation was done. But the FBI and, and uh, IRS and everybody that was, and, 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 and the regulatory people of the stock market and all of that, and they saw that he was involved uh, in the process and he pleaded guilty. And this guy fell from grace to grass because he was living with a mindset of scarcity and he never knew when to say enough. So that's, I don't know why I had to add this to this today. That was for a different project I'm working on. But brother, do you know when to say enough in your life? Do you have a mindset of abundance or you're living with the mindset of scarcity? God bless you, everyone. That is all with the life of Gideon. Can we just quickly pray, God, we end with this prayer that you help us to know when to say enough because we already have enough of what we need that will not work with the mind of scarcity but will work with the mindset of service and will be available even at a place of service for us to use. Lord, count us amidst the few that you are going to use in this end time and even for the generation, for those that will listen to this podcast even when we are no longer here. Thank you, our Father. We give you the glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, friends, thank you again for just coming back to listen to the uh, Art 1920 podcast, a podcast for men where we challenge ourselves to become all what God wants us to be. And so that's going to be all for the month of September. We'll be back again in October next week to continue our conversation on the Sons of God series. And we're going to be talking about the son Jason. So please tune in until we can learn from the life of Jason. In October, we'll be talking about the life of Elijah. We'll look at the sons of Kohat and we'll look at the sons of Uriah. And we'll dive deep and we'll be blessed with all of the sons. Uh, God bless you. Take care of yourself. Remember to share this podcast to your friend. Don't listen alone. Share with your friends. Share with at least three friends this week. And let this word continue to multiply. God bless you. Bye-bye.